rest in the queendom. Radio propagation. Three, two, one. Welcome to No Rest in the Queendom by yours truly, the one and only Nita Love, the number one lifestyle podcast that was created to propel the everyday creator and entrepreneur woman into her destiny. Queens, get the money. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Hey, queen, shine on. No Rest in the Queendom. Two, No Rest in the Queendom. This is yours truly, the one and only Nita Love. And I just wanted to start out today again, and I've done this before was just kind of explain because I do have a new person on the show with me today who I'll be introducing later. But when I created No Rest in the Queendom, it was because I was on a high, right? I was on a high because black women were winning all over. And like for over the last decade, I felt like there was a shift in our community. Um, And particularly within the network of black women, Um, Black women currently, and these are just the numbers, we lead in the numbers of starting new businesses. And also we're leading in getting degrees in um, the United States. So I created No Rest in the Queendom, and I've said this before, but if you're a new listener, it came from the line that Beyonce said in a song that she has with um, Drake. And she said there was no rest in the kingdom. And then I thought of all of who Beyonce was. And I was like, you know, no, there's like really no rest in the queendom. And so that stuck with me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to name my podcast that. And because I want to showcase and highlight in the height of who we are right now in this moment, black women winning and, and, you know, women in general, but particularly black women at the time, we were at such a level of, you know, changing the game where in in the sense of business and in education. And so it prompted me and more so inspired me to come up with this whole idea of no rest in the queendom. So today I'm going to be interviewing and just shedding light on her business as well. The you know, CEO that I know, uh, Sierra Brene, and she is the creator and the CEO of Blessed and Bossy LLC. So without further ado, she's on the show with me today. I wanted to introduce you to her. So Sierra, welcome to No Rest in the Queendom. Girl, nothing much, just hanging and enjoying this vibe of like, really showcasing young black women who are doing their thing. And I saw your business, came across it, and I love what you've been doing from the start. I've been watching from afar. I do know you from way back when, but, you know, you know, we've grown and we're now adults. And I just wanted to showcase you and have you on the show to tell us a little bit about your business because what I see is that it's really expanding and you're really doing some dope things so I wanted to get you on the show before you really 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 blow up and then I might have to call your publicist to get you so I wanted to go ahead and get you when I know you you know I can get the number and and get you on the show so tell us a little bit about what blessed and bossy means to you and and whom and I guess I would say does it serve because I think all of our businesses are serving someone in some capacity Right. Well, thank you so much. I do appreciate the opportunity to be on 
Thank you. I'm going to hold you to that one now. I will hold you to that. So, you know, and I saw something that was read and, and I love your vision. I love what you're doing and um, and everything that you're creating. But I saw something yesterday and I can't remember who it was from. Forgive me. Um, but it said that black women are creating businesses out of a necessity. It's not even so much that we literally saw ourselves as entrepreneurs, but we saw a lack of exposure if you will or a lack of a voice or 
a lack of something that conveyed who we were. And so we find ourselves creating this brand and feeling the need to create a brand because as you said, people were coming to you and, and you're more than more than likely like myself is that people would come to me for years about branding and marketing. And I was like, I have no formal training in that, but I know what is hot. I can find a hot commodity. I can find something that's popping and try to give it exposure, not even knowing that was something that we call now as marketing and branding and PR. But back in the day, it was just like you wanted businesses to win and you wanted artists to win. And so I kind of got into it at the age of 18, just working with like independent artists and in and, and music because I love music. And it kind of blew up and it took on a life of its own. And people started reaching out to me and I was like, you know, I'm just trying to get like some of my favorite artists, the radio play that I think that they, they deserve because of the, their artists, you know, their artistry and their work is great. And I think it needs more than a few listeners. And, and that's kind of where I got my start. And, and just the radio thing was just my, my, my whole dream, my whole childhood. I wanted to start in radio and I tried to get in and it was just like, okay, it really never really happened for me. But then podcasting was something that was just like, okay, you can do this on your own. You don't need anyone else. Now, of course, we would love to have, you know, people to, to, um, to advertise on my show. And I would love for Apple to, to, you know, give me a nice little wealthy, healthy check. But, you know, for now I'm doing what I love to do and expounding and giving those people who have businesses and artists a platform to put their name and their businesses out there. And so it's, it's funny you say that, that it just became, it took on a life on its own because, um, people were reaching out to you. And so the name blessed and and bossy, I love that name. So what does that mean to you, um, to be blessed and bossy? Um, I always like saw myself as, as a woman, like an, as an educated woman. Um, it's just like, I, I've always been smart. I've always like been gifted and about my business. And so, you know, I have, your story of of deciding and and saying hey I think 
hey, if it's not going to work for me in corporate America or in, in anyone else's business, I'm going to create my own. And that goes back to what the young lady was saying on Twitter or Instagram. I don't know which one it was yesterday about us having to create things out of necessity because we don't see ourselves. And so I think about the wave of natural hair care products. Um, we didn't see ourselves. And, and now there's the whole thing where people are comparing uh, brand and the owner or the CEO. And, you know, you might have seen those things on social media. And, and, and it's important for us to see us. And it is important for the next generation to see us actively visible and working in the fields that these young people are aspiring to go into because representation matters. And so I love that you are representative of what you want to show and you are a mother. And so um, back to the rest and no rest in the queendom women and, you know, particularly black women, we wear so many hats. So we are mothers, we are sisters, we are daughters, we are caregivers we are you know business owners and we have education and you know so we wear many different hats and there are many different facets of who we are and you being a mother I'm not a mother but you being a mother um how do you feel like your business is is going to impact them do you think that what you're doing is is like shaping them into being young and you have two daughters if you don't mind me sharing um but how do you think those young ladies uh, are are you inspiring them do you see any entrepreneur spirit in in them i actually do like i see a lot so just like from it being um a seed to a vision in 2017 and 2018 until like now it becomes a manifestation like them seeing me focus so hard on something that I'm passionate about and that I love and enjoy doing, it has, like, um, it has, like, sparked so many different, you know, um, curiosities in them. So they're like, oh, mom, we want to do this, you know, they're getting ready to start their own YouTube channel. Um, my oldest daughter has started sewing. Mm-hmm. She has been making masks and she is working on some jeans um, and all kind of stuff for the upcoming school year. So she asked her grandmother to teach her how to sew. And that's something that I have not particularly ever been able to do. <laughs> she does have her own sewing machine and she knows how to sew. So she um, she loves it. Um, she's always like wanted to, like them, I call her a little husband, like because she, um, and always making stuff and like selling to her friends. So, um, and then they're very excited about this YouTube journey that they're about to start, which I will be monitoring very closely. But like just seeing them seeing me work so hard and do something that I love, and them seeing me, you know, bring in income from it also has like um, moved into like, oh, mom, but we can do this, we can do that. And so it, it like brings me a lot of joy. Right. And that's awesome. So there's different layers of what you said. You said that they they are now starting to do their own thing, you know, in the form of their own entrepreneurship. And then also there's the financial freedom. And that is very important. Um, and that is something that I'm 
I've gotten more so into is financial freedom and not just wanting to look like I'm, you know, to look like I got money, but actually have money. Like, I don't want to put on this facade of stuff, but giving your children the lifestyle that they deserve and to be able to do the things that they want to do. I think that is freeing and um, that comes with financial freedom. And so, you know, with that being said, as far as you starting your business, inspiring your young lady. So there's the, the generational thing. So now they see that it's a, you're able to do it. And, and that's powerful. And so, you know, with the blessing bossing, you have different, you have the boutique and she has the blog. And now where do you see yourself going? Are you seeing yourself expanding in any other area other than um, the areas that you're currently offering services? Um, so, well, right now, like, um, I, I do plan on starting, like, a, um, a video series. And I do, um, you know, I probably will offer it on YouTube as well as IGTV. So, um, because I do a lot of things that are inspirational as well, because I don't want my business just to be about profit, because that's not how I got started. It's, it's bigger than that. And so, um, I still focus on, you know, my faith and inspiring and motivating people. And so I want that to be, you know, the backbone of my business, like it has always been. And so I'll keep that as my foundation. Right. So... I will, you know, start um, doing the video series, um, you know, as, as far as that. And then right now, um, I'm doing so very well with the boutique side of things, like um, because I offer um, shirts of like apparel, merchandise, cooks, um, so many different custom gifts um, that like I've been extremely busy lately. And so I'm just And, and that's very important. Um, just like you said, I, I don't even know where to start, but because yeah, I think you said everything and I want to make sure that I don't, I just want to reiterate it, not, you know, say it again for you. But a lot of people that are looking to be entrepreneurs and in this wave of entre- entrepreneurship, we sometimes think, and, and a lot of people, they glorify it like, oh, it's easy or you know, I just hit six figures in a day or an hour. And a lot of my favorite entrepreneurs are doing very well. But we got to understand that, first of all, consumers are your customers. And sometimes, you know, I think a lot of, you know, and I can only speak about our community. We can, we can get to that level of success and then play in our customers' faces. Like, oh, well, I... 
you know, this snooty attitude as if it didn't take you a lot of blood, sweat and tears to get to where you are. And entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. Everyone doesn't want to um, have their own business. They don't want that responsibility. There's a lot of liability in being a CEO and you can you can probably attest to that. It's, it's not a day that you don't have to be responsible for your company. And some people just don't want that. And I think in, in today's day, although I do love the the tenacity and the numbers of african-american women who are entrepreneurs i do want to caution those who may be thinking of going into that field that it is very difficult it's not as easy as a lot of people are portraying it, it takes hard work it takes knowledge it takes um you know going after what you want and um i don't know if you're doing anything to because i i love to give back and i'm always lovers of my you know when you get give and when you learn teach and so yeah. for those who are looking to start their own businesses things that are very simple that we can you know help and share those things to other people who may not know where to start are you offering any of those things because i do know that you do coaching and um helping other people so is that something that you're going to offer as well, or do you currently already offer that? Um, I do. I do do the um, coaching, and then I also um, work with um, my ministry. We have a millennial of destiny ministry through my church who I work with in the youth department as well, where I'm able to help with um, other um, business owners inside my church who have, um, who I, I help as um like a mentor mm -hmm. um, so I do coaching and mentoring and a lot a lot of volunteering um so I'm always giving back in that effect and awesome I mean I just like love pouring into different organizations I love um I also like love to see the black dollar circulate so yes yes um support black owned businesses um small businesses in general but but mainly black offices so um i'm real big on that as well Awesome. So that is that is important and just for my listeners as you guys can see i don't have any you know foot draggers on this show like i don't deal with people who i I knew when I asked that question that she had an answer that she was doing the work because I don't align myself with people who don't do the work and give back because it is important, as you said, don't just talk about it. And with everything that's going on, and I'm going to try not to touch on that, and I may, uh, with everything that's going on in America currently, it is important, you know, we, we get on these waves, right? So like a tragedy happened within our community. And then... Everyone will march. Everyone will talk about circulating the black dollar. And then a month later, you don't support that black, that same, same, you know, circulation of black dollars. So like for me, this is a lifestyle. This isn't something that I put on. It's not a Halloween mask that I put on and pull out of the closet. This is who I really am. And these are the people that I align myself with people who really are actually utilizing their gifts to give back to the community and so what i mean by that is that you can follow your friend's business 
Like it doesn't cost anything to follow them, to like their post, to share their post, to get more traction on their post. Or if you know that you have a friend who has a business, as soon as Sierra created her business page, I followed it. Like it's just in, in the same with me. So like, I, I feel like we say these things and then we don't support in the ways that we can. And sometimes you know black women and men who have their own businesses and you won't support them but you will real like post about searching for people we don't need to put together a list of black people to support we know them like and so like even with all of that circulating on on social media of uh, black business owners and all that we know these people own businesses just support those business consistently we have to support our people. It is important because we are those people who are, you know, creating businesses like Sierra and many others. They're employing us. They are expanding our community, our culture in a positive way. And so it is important for us to to um, support each other and not just when there is a tragedy in our community. We have to always value ourselves and in that aspect. And, and and did you have anything to say about that? Because I want to give you that opportunity if you wanted to expound on with everything that's going on in America right now and um, yes. supporting ourselves. Yeah, just with that being said, um, I, I know how people kind of like just jump on the bandwagon and kind of support the movement while while there's a tragedy um, and just to see a hyphen for business from it. But like I've actually joined a coalition of um, young black professionals in the Atlanta area and we are actually, our, like our goal right now and our mission because we're trying to like set up action plans is like we don't want it to stop. Like we don't want to like stop the, the protesting or Right. Awesome. Spoken like a politician's granddaughter. I tell you, <laughs> I'm telling y'all, this girl is coming from a line of activism. She really being very humble right now, but I'm telling you, like, I served with her grandfather, and I'm telling you, we went to Athens on a delegation for Roy Barnes. Oh, Nita got receipts, baby. I've really been doing this for a long time. But, um... I just want to say that when you when you open up that door, she is on the right side of where she is. But anyway, back to my story. We went to Athens and I was with her grandfather and we were delegates for Roy Barnes on his campaign for governor um, some years back. 
And um, man, I'm going to tell you, your grandfather was a celebrity. It was... <laughs> It was something to witness, man. Like, this man was, like, really famous. And I, I just didn't know. I knew him my whole life, but it never registered to me, like, who he was until we were outside of this small town that we're from. And, and it was just like, he was like Obama before Obama was Obama. So, I was like, okay, I'm with the right man, you know. So, um, rest in peace to him. He really did some awesome stuff. Um, but lastly, um, I just want you to plug your business, um, all of your pages, and where they can find you and also support your company. Um, and again, that company is called Blessed and Bossy. LLC and go ahead Sierra go ahead and take it away okay so you can find me on IG and it's, my handle is at bless the letter N bossy LLC my website is www.blessbossyllc.com and you can email me at owner at blessbossyllc.com alright so you guys have it so don't try to say oh I didn't get it Again, um, it is blessedbossyllc.com. You can go there, and you can also reach out to her on IG at blessedandbossyllc. And you can go ahead and click, subscribe, follow, everything that you can do. Um, She's got some Juneteenth t-shirts coming out that I got that I can't wait to uh, wear, particularly because uh, our whatever we call that man up there in Washington. Um, he is planning, you know, to do his first campaign rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is so symbolic. And we can't not think that these people are doing this on purpose. So if you do want to cop one of those T-shirts, I would implore you to really go and pick up one of those T-shirts. And we should bombard our cities, our states, and our social media um, in support of Juneteenth. All right, this has been... Okay, did you want to say something else? Oh, no, definitely. Okay, so this has been um, yours truly, Nita Love, on No Rest in the Queendom. And I've had my great... I had a great time interviewing the one and only Sierra Brene from Blessed and Bossy, LLC. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.